You are listening to the Creative Pivot Podcast, and I am your host, Heather Johnston, a coach and business mentor who is passionate about working with women in midlife, who are tired of feeling stuck and unfulfilled in a life that they were told is what you are supposed to do. Making a creative pivot is about leaving those old stories in the past, tapping into your creative spirit, and writing your next chapter so that you can confidently own, this is who I am, this is what I love to do, and this is how I'm choosing to live my life. On the podcast, we talk about taking inspired action towards changing careers and starting businesses in the middle of our lives. Join me as I talk to women who decided to pivot their lives after 40, including my friend and fellow entrepreneur, Christina Brummer, founder of The Spectacular Middle, who will be joining me for a special series about starting and growing your heart-centered business. Thank you for listening. And if you are ready to make your own creative pivot, visit thecreativepivot.com. And now here is our latest episode. Welcome to episode 59 of the Creative Pivot Podcast. I am your host, Heather Johnston. And today I want to talk about storytelling. Are you a great storyteller? And by that, I mean, what stories are you telling yourselves that either encourage you or tend to deflate you throughout your life? Are you talking yourself out of ideas before you even have a chance to figure out what that step might be to pursue something? Are you capable of creating such a state of fear of even trying something new? that you are incapable of ever taking that leap, taking that idea that you've been thinking about for most of your life and still holding on to it. I have heard the idea of when someone says that they feel stuck, and I've been there, I've talked about it on the podcast before, that when you feel stuck, it is like you are not growing at that point. The growth has stopped. The learning has stopped. You are staying with the pattern of thought in your head. You are going to be safe and your stuckness. I chose to move beyond that. And when I feel stuck, I don't allow myself to sit in it very long. The only way that I have um, figured out how to make that happen in my life is to show up and show up and show up. And by that, I mean just each day trying something new that makes me a little nervous, that makes me scared. And as a person who has talked about on this podcast of being introverted feeling awkward on most occasions, neurodiverse. The trying something new every day oftentimes seems very little to some, but feels huge to me. So because I keep hearing this come up when people say, um, you have to tell me how you figured out how to start your business. You have to tell me how are you and your husband deciding to take this midlife gap year, which we're doing this year. You have to tell me how. I can't explain how to you. It is not something that I can give you a step-by-step and say, this is how we're doing it. Because frankly, it is scary. And we're taking one small step at a time and we're figuring it out. For you, the journey may look very different. That's how the journey looks for us is that we just decided to step into that fear of the unknown and say, we're going to figure this out. Every step of the way, we're going to have conversations every step of the way. Now, for starting my own business, one of the things that really helped me is to start journaling on a regular basis. 
journaling is something that I started doing in college and kind of stepped away from it for whatever reason, I don't know. But journaling got me through some really hard times. And I recently stumbled upon all my college journals and talk about the honesty and the rawness of how I felt at 21, 22, and also how kind of cringeworthy these journals were. If you've ever discovered something that you wrote at a very young age, and it was full of your angst and emotion and only what you know from yourself at being 22, you can understand what I'm coming from. And so with that idea, I thought, you know what, a few years ago, I put together a five day journal kind of exercise to get you what I called it was the kind of jumpstart your journey to bring up those ideas of things you used to be excited about to bring up some of your dreams about what your business might look like or what you want your life to look like to think about where you want to be a year from now to put down on paper the next steps that you want to take and to also acknowledge what you don't want to continue to do and move forward. So if you check out the show notes, you will see a link to get access to this PDF and it has five days of journal prompts on it. You could go ahead and answer each question all in one big chunk if you wanted to, but I encourage people to do it over five days. And in fact, I am going to have five days of group journaling together on these prompts in early November. So if you sign up for the PDF, you'll get all the information on how we can work through these together and have a little more group conversations around what we want to do. Because once you get it on paper, vocalizing it, oh, there is power with putting those things out to the universe. For this episode of the podcast, I'm going to go over those five prompts right now. And I've talked about these on a past podcast episode, but I know many of you are new. So I want to bring these back because I have found these five, especially as a Gen X woman, midlife, about to be 50 in 2023. These five prompts really get me going, get me thinking about who I was, what I loved, what I wanted to do now and continue to do moving forward. So number one, what would 22 year old you be most surprised about your life right now. You might even think back to if you have a child that's around that age, what they may think about you as a parent. But I'm saying 22-year-old you. For me, that was in the early 90s. I was heavy into the grunge phase at that point in time. I definitely didn't even know what life coaching was. The thought of me working with other people on their journey like this was not necessarily in my head, but I always felt the call to help, to be of guidance, to be the person to teach and to lead and to offer up suggestions and solutions and ask the questions that maybe need to be asked. I always fell into that role at 22, so I'm not that surprised by where I am now. But I do think that what I would be most surprised at is how the my creativity definitely changed. How I started to embrace the idea of being a creative and creating for the sake of the action of creating. I think that's what I would be most surprised at because I didn't fully embrace that at 22 years old. 
I thought you're either an artist or you're not. I didn't really think about the idea of the action of creativity and how important it is. So that's number one. All right. Number two, I want you to write down what this dream looks like. You understand what I said, what it looks like. There is what the dream is. I want to have this business and uh, make seven figures and blah, 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 blah. No, what does it look like in your daily world? What career do you want to be doing? And what does your morning look like as you are doing that career? You've started a business. Say you're a jewelry maker. You're making earrings. What do you want that jewelry business to look like out in the future? And I'm not going to say 5, 10, 15. Right now, I'm just saying out in the future, what do you see it becoming? What does that mean to your life? Your relationship, your partner, where you're living, what your kids are doing, what they're able to do, what um, nonprofits are you able to support? Are you living where you currently are? Do you hope to move and to look somewhere else? Put it on the paper. Get it out of your head. Vision of really allowing yourself to dream big can get you past that idea of fear of success. I don't know, that sounds like a kind of a weird idea, but many times we don't want to actually call our dreams towards us because there is a fear with success that we are going to need to show up in a different way, that we are going to need always to work harder and harder and harder and harder to equal success. We can define what success looks like. We can define how we show up. And success for you may look very different than what success for me looks like. Putting it on paper of what your life looks like, including how you are feeling, who you have on your team, if you're hiring people, if you're going after this career, if you're going back to school, put it down and how does it make you feel? Because a business should support the life that you want to be living. All right, number three, I want you to think of the idea of rewriting your story. What are the things that you've always wanted to try? Write out that you are doing those things. How are you feeling doing those things? Think about things in a different way. And are you allowing yourself to try new experiences? Are those around you supporting the idea of you trying these new experiences? Are you scared to try new things because you're worried about what other people will say? The next podcast episode after this one is a conversation with my friend, Christina Brummer. It's of our series of Grow Your Heart-Centered Business. And we talk about people-pleasing. This is a big one here with that kind of permission slip idea. Are you giving yourself permission to decide what you want? Or are you more concerned with what will that mean to those around me? Because that's something you should be aware of, but... What do you want to do first and then decide what is the impact and how can I mediate it? Because that is the idea. Calling up the risks of things is not bad because once you call up, here's the things that could happen. Then you can come up with all the solutions of what you would do if those things happen. And at the same time, you're calling up all the pros of why you want to do these things because you need that balance. There's no pros without cons. There's no cons without pros. There's always solutions. There's always suggestions. There's always ways of figuring things out. All right, number four, write a thank you note. 
You may have heard of this one before. Except it is the end of 2023. You at the end of 2023 is writing a thank you note to you right now. And they are thanking you for taking that step forward. They are thanking you for the choices you chose to make and follow through in 2023. They're thanking you because they are now at a very different place because they chose to do things in a different way. What things are you going to choose to do in a different way going into 2023? It is a mindset shift. Is it a new career? Is it having some conversations that you haven't had? Is it deciding to end some relationships that you were worried about doing that before? Things that people grow apart. Have you been holding on and keeping people in your life even as your beliefs and your thoughts and the things that you hold important and dear are not held or regarded in the same way by those around you? What are you ready to step in and change in 2023? And what are you thanking yourself for, for making those decisions and moving forward? All right. Number five, I call this pack your bags. And what I mean by pack your bags is there's always things, um, if you think of the idea of having a toolbox, you learn new techniques, you learn new tips, you learn new modalities for taking care of yourself, for self-love, for self-care, for self-acceptance, for self-development. What things are you going to decide to keep doing as you move forward? And what things are you going to set aside and let rest? So this might be one of the things that I can think of is a journaling practice. Give it a try and try it for more than a day. Try it and then assess. If you're not assessing to see like, is there a difference? Is there this? There's always that feeling of uncomfortableness when you're trying something new. I want to suggest you embrace that learning mindset. The idea of having a growth mindset is that Your ideas or your thoughts are never set in stone because new information is constantly coming in. You're allowing your your mind to be changed. You're allowing um, what you thought about a situation to maybe change as new information is brought in. You're always learning. But with that comes that you need to start showing up as someone that is always willing to learn that is always willing to take on new information, that is always willing to see both sides and to understand what you need now as a midlife woman versus what you needed when you were 25 or 30 or with kids or without kids or with a partner or without a partner. What do you need now and what are you bringing with you moving forward? Okay, those are the five. So Just to recap on the four, the first one is what would 22-year-old you be most surprised about your life as it stands today? The second is what does your life look like? That big idea living and breathing in it. What does your life look like now? Number three, rewrite your story. You're trying the things. You're doing what you've always thought about doing. You're living your life. Write that story. How are you starring in it? Number four, thank you letter. It's the end of 2023. You're thanking yourself for all the things that you decided to step forward, learn, try, 
new adventures, new thought processes, new practices. What does that look like? Write a thank you to yourself for where you are at the end of 2023. And number five, the pack your bags. What are you going from this point forward? What are you going to bring with you versus what is staying behind? What does your life look like? Trying these new things, creating this support system. What does that look like moving forward? So as I said at the start of this podcast episode, it's all about storytelling. Through each of these journal props, what stories are you telling yourself? Do you find as you start to write that you're telling or talking yourself out of trying some of these things? How can you keep that that kind of negative or devil's advocate mindset out of the process for right now? Because all you're doing is just thinking, dreaming, putting it on paper, What could it look like? I have a sticker on my laptop and it says, yes, you can. And it has a picture of kind of basically it's representing a soup can that we all know. It makes me laugh, but it also encourages me every day to go out, try that new thing. Be the storyteller. Rewrite this chapter of your life. Make sure you visit thecreativepivot.com and you can sign up there to learn more about what it might look like coaching with me. Check out the show notes and sign up to get a copy of the PDF of the Jumpstart Your Journey journaling practice, these five different journal prompts. And once you do that, I will give you all the information on how you can join me in November. It will be November 7th through the 11th. I'll be showing up in your inbox with more information on these journal prompts and how we can work together in a group, sharing our dreams, showing up for one another and supporting this process so that 2023 really can be a life changing year for all of you. Make sure you are subscribed to the Creative Pivot podcast on whichever podcast streaming platform you prefer and because it still is one of the ones that makes a big difference, rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It will get this podcast hopefully into the ears of other women that are ready to make a change in their life or needing to hear one of the stories that I share on the podcast to get them through this next leap that they're choosing to take. If you feel that this podcast would help someone that you care about as they're making their own creative pivot, please share with them. And as always, there'll be new episodes on both Wednesdays and Fridays.